Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We got a lot going on this show, obviously, but first and foremost, check out these shirts. Loyalty. That's the word of the day. Loyalty. Go to GoPHNX and get one of these shirts. These things are going to go like hotcakes. All right. Now, with John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. William Brad Alice will be joining us. I am very unhappy. I cannot find my uh, trademark, very large-brimmed uh, Arizona basketball hat. But you know what? We're going to make this work the only way that we can. All right. Uh, we're going to get to some Arizona football here in just a minute. But uh, first, Arizona basketball. Shoot, we deserve to win this game. We 1,000% deserve to win this game just because of what the Arizona football team did, John Schuster. That is uh, certainly an interesting interpretation. Uh, this was – and and let's get the good stuff out of the way first. Arizona from the free throw – Free throw line was very impressive, and it played a major role in their very difficult second-half victory. It was also a very raucous McHale crowd. It was very theatrical in the way that it concluded. Those are the good things. Yeah. There are a lot of problems, I think, that came out of this performance. Correct. What was supposed to happen today, Mike, is that with three players from the football team announcing that they're staying and significant players. 80% of the team pretty much, yeah. UCLA um, is coming to McHale for the last time as a conference champion. We're not entirely sure when the next time they'll be at McHale. They have been Arizona's chief rival in their, this conference. They're down. This was supposed to be a coronation and a celebration and I expected Arizona to win this game big. And it was basically just going to be fun and McHale and everybody was going to have a good time. And clearly, that was not the case at all. And I think what we're seeing instead, and this is going to sound maybe a little bit difficult because Arizona gets the W at McHale and all the rest of it. But this is a team that looks nothing like the uh, squad that we saw in the first 10 games of the year. And there are some problems, I think, that need to be addressed uh, and probably addressed within the next month, or uh, you know, we may be staring at another very disappointing postseason endeavor for a team that's going to have a good overall record. Yeah, this is a problem, Brad. Um, again, we got a lot of good news to get to, and we're going to get to that in just a minute, but this is a problem. This team looks like poo right now. It's awesome that it came back, but at the same time, um, the defense, the defense is fr quite frankly non-existent. Um, they just let they just hope the teams miss open three pointers, and if they miss open three pointers, then cool. Um, and then offensively, it just doesn't feel like a juggernaut we've seen the first couple of years. It doesn't look great, Brad. Well, I think a lot of the offensive woes come from the defense. Uh, if you're not getting uh, those stops and those, you know, those, those steals and things like that, you're not transitioning into offense. Um, I think right now the thing that is immensely frustrating is this team's perimeter defense. It's that same thing, screen and roll, screen and roll, shoot off the screen. Uh, what they had eight first half threes for a team yeah. that averages four a game. Um, and I don't know what the answer is because this team was really good defensively early uh, in the season and they have completely regressed, which has meant the offense has regressed. And yeah, right now they are just playing like an, you know, they're playing like a nine seed. Do you, do you think that these, do you think this team is this team? Um, I was, I was asking some people about this. I would ask John Schuster, but he never responds to calls or texts during games. So whatever. But um, the, uh, I try to save the material live. Yeah, that's true. Does this team fear Tommy Lloyd in the way that like, if you, if I don't, if they don't play well, do they fear that Tommy Lloyd will take them out, that there will be some repercussion for not playing well? Cause I start to believe that at some point, I don't think that there's a lot of fear in this team that Tommy Lloyd is actually going to, 
bench them, not play them? Because I don't know. It just doesn't look like there's any real, any concern about that, John. <laughs> William, John, William John Schuster. It's been like yeah. two William shows. In a row. Uh, it, it does feel that way, doesn't it? This looks like an uninspired, confused team that has forgotten how to communicate. And it does. And, and whatever the motivational tool is, uh, whatever's in that uh, metaphorical toolbox, ain't working. You better right. find another wrench here. Uh, because whatever I, I think you're, you know, you're, you're onto something. And additionally, Lloyd hasn't uh, utilized, you know, going to the bench. If you're playing like crap, you know, then the, and you have to go nine or ten deep for the longer term benefit of the team. Try it, because whatever is supposed to jolt this squad right now doesn't seem to be working. They are, they are lost. Yeah. On the defensive end, and I think there's, I, I, I think three point shooting is a key number in both directions here. Uh, from a from a defensive standpoint, it's great if you're, you know, I get the I get the generality of the game plan. Uh, Arizona believes that UCLA has a guy on the inside who can cause problems for Ballo and problems for Crevis. so they want to uh, collapse on a double team if UCLA tries to push the ball inside. But their communication on the perimeter and on the double team and who's supposed to rotate is an atrocity right now. Right. And, and, and it's just utterly bad. And it's like nobody, you know, it's easy to say, well, Boswell's out of position. Well, take Boswell out of the, they're area. all out of position. There's about four other guys who are out of position too. And that's the problem. Uh, as Brad noted in returns of the, in regards to the regression aspect of it, uh, that it, it, this looks like it's a team effort right now as, you know, whatever it is they're trying to do do doesn't work. They, they, they were much more successful when, when they played basic man. But on one end of the court, you're leaving a team with open threes. So even at the collegiate level, if you're not defending particularly well, even a team that doesn't shoot threes all that well is going to make open shots. On the other end, I think the problem is that Arizona's gotten kind of lazy and complacent offensively. And, and, and the number that I think we're going to look at is, well, Arizona shot really poorly from three-point range. The problem isn't the number of uh, three-pointers that Arizona made. It's the problem of three-pointers that Arizona took. This isn't a team that should be shooting 25 threes a game. That's well, let me not ask their you. style. It's not their strength. All right, we're going to get to football here in just a second because we are a football school right now. But first, let me ask you this, Brad. What do you think the chances are that Tommy Lloyd has not been to Circle K lately? I think if you went to Circle K more often, maybe you'd have a little more discipline and be more willing to bench some guys instead of just uh, letting them play through things. I agree with that. Now, again, join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details and, and the Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Now, you might say, Mike Luke, there's nothing cool about Mike Luke. You're generally right. But guess what is cool? I'm going to Frank Caliendo tonight. William Brad Alice will be there as well with some uh, with a, a lovely date. But I will my, be my wife. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a, a wife counts as a date, does it not? <laughs> oh, I just want to, I don't want the rumors to get out there. <laughs> well, that's true. That's a good point. All right. I am a uh, I don't know, well-respected member of the community, but you know. He will be there with uh, yes, he will be there with his wife, aka a date. Now, Gila River Resorts in Casinos. Oh, shoot. I gotta put this in the loyal, the loyalty thing in the lower corner. Apologize there. Uh, all right, yeah. Get these shirts again. These things are awesome. Now uh, let's see here. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. The reason I bring this up is John Schuster and I went by Gila River Resorts and Casinos when we went to go see Frank Caliendo. Check it out. Again, you will thank me later, my friends. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. All right. Now, 
Um, oh, and then one other one. We'll knock off one more. How about that? Empire, Empire Flooring. My parents use Empire Flooring. Um, you might say that uh, my parents don't know what they're doing because they brought me into this earth. Well, you might be right. But they know about flooring. Empire Flooring. Schedule a, schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. All right, now. Um, last thing before we get to some real stuff, football. Um, I just believe that there's no real fear of repercussions on this team. Um, Kylan Boswell can go zero, 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 zero across the board, which he has, and he will still play more than half the game. Um, Umar Ballo can, again, I know Umar Ballo puts up numbers, but Umar Ballo can drop, uh, uh, passes or, you know, drop the ball left and right. Nothing really happens. Um, I, I don't know. It just feels to me like this. Uh, it just feels to me like this isn't a. Uh, it just feels to me like this isn't a uh, a team that is really respects what's going on. And yes, I did. I can't find my hat. I am very upset about it. Um, I can't blame the Kia boys who stole my car. These jerks. Um, I will not be getting another Kia. Um, but uh, I can't find my hat. I'm very disappointed. It's been a tough week for me. Go ahead, Schuster, Brad, quickly, then let's get to some football. You know, uh, that that aspect of it, I think, is concerning. It's always, you know, hard to tell when you're on the outside what the motivation thing is. But one of the things that uh, it uh, appears frustrating, I, I was chatting with somebody else uh, during the game when I wasn't chatting with Mike Luke about sort of these sorts of uh, issues, is, is one variation of that uh, component is that it seems that this isn't necessarily a team that gets particularly pissed off if they lose. Uh, and and this, this was the type of game where motivation shouldn't have been an issue. But whatever the motivation is or whatever the even keel thing is, it's hard to figure out. And, and maybe it's the teams of – maybe part of it is the teams have scouted them pretty well and have found – uh, issues that they can take advantage of, and Arizona's being exploited. When they get exploited, they get confused, and then they start to press a little bit. But whatever is going on ain't good. And the, the a team that we saw that looked pretty daunting in the first, say, 10 games of the season uh, does not look like it's putting the fear of anybody across from them into the equation right now. Brad? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've heard some... I don't like to get in this, but I've heard some rumblings of maybe people are um, having too much fun being college students of late. Um, I've heard, you know, if we've all heard that, you know, European players don't care as much because they didn't grow up watching college basketball. I don't know what the case is, but this team doesn't seem to have the buy-in they had early in the year. I mean, you know, I was thinking to myself kind of at halftime, you know, are they that good? And then I remembered, you know, they, they still gave Purdue everything they could handle. You know, they still gave Duke everything. They beat Duke. You know, th this is a good, talented basketball team. So there's a disconnect somewhere else, and I'm not sure where it is. Uh, I'm not at practice. I'm, you know, I'm not in the locker room. I don't know if there's locker room issues. You know, I, I have said that to shake things up, I would start uh, at the minimum Bradley and and Crevis uh, just to even if it's just to shake things up and give the guys the same minutes. Um, you know, I think you could also make an argument that maybe KJ Lewis needs some minutes just because he brings the energy, but I don't know what's broken, but something is obviously broken. You know, you take out basically one week, um, the Utah and Colorado games, and this play team has not played great basketball, uh, what in a month. Right. And that's, that's concerning. Yeah. That's very concerning. Now, again, we're going to get to all, we got, we got all week to talk about it. Arizona football. We are a football school. All right. Now, um, 
I got to say, this is uh, this is one of the coolest things that I've really seen. I think that these guys have a real a possibility. Your Noah Fafitas, your uh, uh, Tedaroa McMillans, your um, your uh, Jonas Sabaneas. This is going to leave here as a very very. This is going to leave here as a revered group of guys, especially the dudes at the very top end, because they could have left at any. They could have left at any point. I mean, let's just use Noah Fafita for an example. Comes in as the five seven quarterback. Um, Jed Fish clearly doesn't want to play him, clearly believes that Jaden Delora is better. Noah Fafita forces his way onto the field during an injury, and then that's the uh, rest. You got an All-American-type uh, football player. Uh, you know, T-Mac's a different animal. T-Mac was a five-star wide receiver. Um, that's what an NFL starting wide receiver looks like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a guy like uh, they could have both uh, they could have both left for greener pastures before Jed Fish left. I mean, they had multi million dollar offers from Ohio State to head there. They didn't. Um, and then after Jed Fish left, they would have been well within their uh, uh, premise to leave as well. This this is a special group of guys that you generally don't see around uh, in college football shoe. And uh, loyalty means a lot to them, obviously. Well, and and the loyalty issue may be one of those things that and, and maybe this group of players can help to root recruit the next batch and play a role in trying to create some sort of, and I, I don't like the word because every coach loves the word, but some, some sort of culture of loyalty here. Because Arizona is going to need to create some imaginative element that se separates them a little bit with something. Because they aren't going to be able to match other programs' money. And so if you're a, a, a kid who's largely in it for the money, uh, or has money opportunities in front of you, you're going to look seriously at some other locations. But if you can have a group of players that says, we're here for a reason, we like this program, we think this program's got an opportunity to be successful, you have an opportunity to be on the ground floor and continue to build something, maybe that resonates a little bit. And, and if it does, then that's good news for Arizona and hopefully a coaching staff that can utilize it to its favor and utilize these players uh, to try to be, in essence, a trampoline uh, to get Arizona to do this on a consistent basis. All right, Shug, I got to take a phone call. This is something important. Can you guys go just for a second? Sorry. Yeah, sure. Call. Yeah, yeah go sure. Ahead. Go ahead, you, Brad. You what, what, what do you want to talk about, Brad? It's nice you to know, see I you. I think when you look at these guys, you, you – ironically enough, Jed Fish built the culture that's may heard of at Washington because he sold family and the kids bought into it. But here's what I think was not counted on. These kids are closer to each other than the other coaches. Um, you know, and it's stereotypical, but the, the Polynesian community is all about family. It's very similar to the tradition Latin culture that we see here in Southern Arizona. Um, and what they built here was, yeah, the notice not as I don't believe maybe one of the uh, Polynesian players put their name in the portal. They all waited. Um, Brennan came in. Brennan had, a, has a very strong ties to the Polynesian community in California through his recruiting. I think he has two or three coaches on his staff who are also Polynesian. Uh, San Jose state just sent a uh, defensive end. Uh, I think it's Simi Fahoku um, to the NFL draft. I think he's a third rounder uh, playing in the, in the league. I mean, so that's a community that is strong and tight. You combine that with Akina. Uh, you combine that with the fact that it seems like Nansen didn't like Jed Fish, who is the other probably one of the other. And there's two others who went with them, Kafusi and uh, Pau Pau. But they built this family. And yes, there might have been bigger money for T-Mac and for Fita and maybe a couple others. But for the most of them, they're going to get the same NIL deal here that they're going to get anywhere else. But they get to stay at the college. And I mean, we've all been there. University of Arizona is a great place to go to school. It's a better place to go to school if you're an 18-year-old athlete or a 19-year-old athlete. 
And then when you can stay with your friends and play winning football for, again, a coach who seems like a good guy, um, you know, you get to keep Akina. Uh, Bobby Wade comes in who recruited a lot of these guys, knowing some of the other guys they are considering. Um, it just, it made a lot of sense. And I think, honestly, had Jed Fish left a month ago or left in six months, these guys would have followed. Um, but he basically looked them in their faces, told Jim Rome and all that. And while I understand why he left, and my only problem is when asked by the administration, are you looking at the Washington job? He said, no, because what else are you going to tell Jim Rome? Oh, yeah, I'm job jumping. Um, he told these kids this, and so they didn't follow, or some of them. I mean, I think a couple of them will end up going to Washington. I think more of them will end up going elsewhere. Um, but if they can keep the core of this team and the bulk of the kids we saw on the floor today and in those videos – you know, they're getting three of their starting defensive backs back. They're getting their quarterback. They're getting their best offensive lineman. They're getting their best wide receiver. Seems like a lot of the young wide receivers are staying. To me, the two guys that kind of worry me that are in the portal, and one of them was actually on the floor today, so maybe he's not in the portal. It's Takario Davis and Fizian Priceoff, because those are two NFL caliber corners. But I have been telling people, if you can keep, of the 18 starters coming back, if you can keep 12 to 13 of them, this team's going to be a very good team next year. Does it mean they can be as good as we thought they'd be? Maybe not. Um, but what they are returning, though, is I can tell you the players they're returning um, that we know for a fact are returning. You're returning Noah Fafita, which is obviously immense. Uh, you're returning uh, Tedaroa McMillan, who is probably going to be the best wide receiver in college football. You return all the other wide receivers. The offensive line outside of maybe Polito is intact. Big Jonas Sabanea is back, which is obviously huge. On the defensive side, you could possibly lose the corners. Um, that's not a uh, – uh, but again – you're returning all the safeties, you're returning Manu, you're returning the down linemen. Um, you're going to have to probably plug a few holes, but man, they look really good. They look really good on paper right now. And again, got those corners were obviously awesome, but man, there's a lot to like about this squad still. And, and from my understanding, you can correct me if you're wrong. I heard Takario Davis was on the floor during the announcement. He's right. also retweeted something about Dwayne Aquina. Right, for sure. Um, so if you lose Price Sock, and like losing the kid from Indiana hurts too, but if you can return Davis, um, you know, see what's in the portal, plug and play with uh, Celestine maybe, uh, I think you'll be okay. Again, the difference is you may now not be a top 12 team, but you might be a top 20 team. And the other thing you can't discount of why this is important is even if you're a seven-win team next year, you're not rebuilding. You're, you're, you're still building for the future. Um, at least in theory. Uh, so it just gives you a, a kind of a two year jump start on not having to rebuild or at least not having to do a massive rebuild. And again, with the portal now and things like that, who knows uh, what can happen, but again, it gives, it gives, uh, Brennan and his staff, uh, a leg up. And if you can compete for a big 12 title, and if you can flirt with the, uh, CFP, then that's even better because you get another, uh, high profile uh, appearance and people are going to be talking about Brennan like they were talking about Jed Fish and Jed Fish just parlayed that into $7 million. All right. Now real quick, have I told you about the guys about the desert financial credit union? Yes, but that doesn't mean you can't tell us again. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know why this went away. I had that Jacob Franklin. I had this here, the loyal lawyer. Mm. Yeah, there it is. Go, go come back. Um, all right. Now let me tell you about this though. Desert Please do. credit union, my friends, check it out. All right. Now I'd, uh, let me find my reads, but, uh, 
I got that very bad phone. Well, it wasn't a bad phone call, but it wasn't an ideal phone call either, but it doesn't really matter. All right, Desert Financial Credit Union. Here's the deal with it. You and I both know somebody that has probably been there, John Schuster, in the past. Do you think, do you know who they might be? Uh, above any of a number of people. You act like I only know one person who's ever been there. Well, I don't know that you don't know anybody that hasn't been to the Desert Financial Credit Union. It could be a bunch. It could be a bunch of people, but all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, cool thing about the Desert Financial Credit Union, though, is they are for the people, by the people. Go check it out. Desert Financial Credit Union, they are here for you. All kinds of good stuff. And like I said, you will thank me later. The big thing about Desert Financial Credit Union, though, is that they are here. They are for the people. Now, let me just read the disclaimer, and then we'll, uh, when you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting Desert Financial Credit Union uh, slash 200. All right. Now, um, in this day and age of college football, like I said, I think it's kind of this is this is a rare group of dudes um, that, uh, again, I mean, Tedderoa McMillan doesn't look like guys that come to Arizona. He just doesn't. Um, and, you know, you you see that he's going to leave here as the best wide receiver in school history. Uh, Noah Fafita was um, no feet. was the best freshman quarterback in all of college football this past year. They would have had a lot of they would have had a lot of different options. And I think if this thing goes well, these guys and especially Fafita are going to leave here as some of the most beloved athletes in U of A history. They have an opportunity, certainly, to do that. And I think one of the things that falls under that category as well is certainly among the student body. Uh, and this is, uh, I think, one of the things if you're if you're outside of kind of whatever the collegiate cellophane is that goes on between 18 and 22 year old kids uh, at the University of Arizona, a lot of us are talking in terms of, you know, how the community uh, deals with a lot of this and, you know, uh, being Wildcat fans uh, in in Tucson proper, or, you know, alumni who live in different locations. I think the student body, especially in this group, uh, is going to gravitate toward this team because they're wholly unfamiliar with Arizona as a successful football school. Uh, and, and so that even has something for alumni groups in the future uh, that move down the line. Uh, this is the, 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 I think they're going to be remembered from from that younger group, which maybe gives Arizona an opportunity to even cultivate its fan base a little bit more, which is something that is probably, uh, which certainly doesn't hurt uh, from that aspect as well. You got to keep keeping people interested, you know? And uh, I think a lot of folks at the school were um, as much on the bandwagon with U of A being a football school. It surprised them too. And they're going to be the ones who uh, have to play a role in you know, indicating that Arizona is a cool place uh, from from a fandom standpoint as this thing moves along, too. All right. Now, I was asked, are the receivers staying outside of TMAC? Yes. Uh, to my knowledge, all the pe- all the guys that can come are all the guys that can stay are going to stay. So that is obviously very good for Arizona. Go ahead, William Brad Ellis. Brad, are you there? All right. Either way, I don't know. I think Brad is freezing. I don't know that Brad can hear me. All right. Now, Brad, can you hear me? All right. Either way, you can't. Um, now, all right, then go ahead and talk. Okay. Um, how about Ark Harris? We have to, they have stuff to retain him, but he seems to like Bobby Wade. So there you go. Right. Okay. Uh, I've also got to give a big shout out to Dave Heakey. Dave Heakey has been uh, drugged through the mud by uh, so many people. And it started with Jason Shear. I was one of the few people that said, we will not have any of that with Dave Heakey. Um, listen, the end of the day, you're judged on results. This was the save of the century by Dave Heakey. Um, Listen, Jed Fish leaves. Um, most people are thinking, all right, well, he's just going to take his whole roster with him because that's essentially generally what happens in college football. Uh, you look at Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma. You look at, uh, you know, there, that's just what happens. And 
Dave Hickey, within uh, 72 hours, had his coach in place, and he's been able to retain 80% of the roster. That is a massive save. I don't, uh, I'm happy for my guy in the shoe. Um, you know, like I said, this, this was a bit, this was big for Dave. Whatever happens, you know, you're judged on uh, what happens next. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's a difficult position sometimes for athletic directors who make really good money uh, to have contingency plans in place. I mean, you know, there are going to be a lot of people out there who argue that he, he couldn't keep fish uh, and, and, and we'll find out whether, you know, Brennan is a good hire or to use kind of a basketball comparison, whether Brennan is uh, Bill Guthridge, right. uh, a guy who won with somebody else's talent but couldn't maintain uh, the feeder situation necessary to ultimately keep Arizona to the level that they thought it could be. And uh, that is a huge unknown right now. They got the fish hire right, uh, which right. is great. Uh, and, and as a result of what fish was able to do, and other people clearly in the program as well. But remember, this was a Hickey and Robbins or a Robbins and Hickey hire, whoever you know you, you want to throw into that conversation. By not hiring Brent Brennan three years later is in a better job opportunity than he may have been had he taken the job the first time. Right. Uh, so he has an opportunity to uh, build in a program that wasn't yet consistently at the level that we thought there was an opportunity to be there. So right now, it it looks good and being able to maintain a lot of players is a big deal, but uh, you know, there are still a lot of unanswered. Nobody knows at this day. We didn't know with fish. We thought fish, most people understandably thought the fish hire was nuts. Right. Uh, and, and, and they got it right. Uh, so did they get the Brennan hire right right now? We don't know, but uh, based on at least in the early stages, the players they've, manage to keep in the program. You're hopeful that things can continue to move in a good direction. Many people are asking about my hat. I cannot find it. I am very perturbed about it. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, it was not stolen in the Kia though. Um, so I can, I can assure you of that It misplaced. It's misplaced somewhere, which leads me to believe that I will find it at some point. Um, all right now, Brad Alice, go ahead. Sorry. No, you know, I, I think we my hat have... or a, a U of a football, which one means more to you? Uh, U of A football. Sorry, Matt, Mike, you can, you know, buy a hat and I'll, I'll give you one. Um, you know, I think the thing that's interesting is I think most of us feel at least that Hickey probably preferred Brennan back, uh, mm -hmm. in the original hire. They ended up going with Robbins's guy. Um, and again, as although it ended poorly, you can't argue with it. I mean, he got Arizona one of the best seasons in school history. Uh, so they hired the right guy and it may, again, as you noted, and I think this is the thing, May have put Brennan in a much better place because, again, if he can build now upon um, what looks still to be a bowl team, maybe a CFP team, um, if he can, you know, lure in some higher quality assistance because they want to work with these guys, um, then this can jumpstart the program. Something he, you know, might not have been able to do originally when he took over the program, uh, you know, three years ago. Uh, so. Um, I think, yeah, I think it could be, it could, it could end up working for both guys. Um, it's Jed fish. Well, all three guys, Dave, he, he and, and Brett Brennan, um, because Brennan gets the job that he has long wanted. Um, and he steps into a situation now where he has, you know, again, a potential top 10, top 15 team. I'm going to say I disagree with you, LA shadow. I think everything's likable about Dave Hickey. Here's what I like about Dave Hickey. People forget what the mess that he inherited every it seemed like every week we were waking up to somebody that a football player was beating somebody up. A basketball player was doing something they should have done. A track coach was threatening to kill somebody. It just felt like 
It was just one thing after the other, after the other. Guess what? That's all stopped since he took over. So I'm going to give Dave a lot of credit on that because that got really annoying after a while. Um, and it, quite frankly, it was embarrassing. So I backed the Dave. Yes, Erica, exactly. Now, let's go to the Desert Financial Credit Union by the numbers. Sounded like Trump there. All right, now. Um, all right, this is presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. All right, um, listen, guys, uh, this is a game that Arizona probably should have lost. They didn't play well. Um, and honestly, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions involved with uh, with this team right now. But I will say that um, um, I, I'm just not I'm just not a huge fan of what I saw out there. Nor should you be, uh, and and I think a lot of fans uh, feel the same way. You can argue, I think, and again, there's this going to be an interesting month, and you try to peak at the right time. We hear this all the time, like like around late February, you want to kind of get into your stride, and we're in the dog days of uh, the college basketball season, so a lot of teams are struggling. This is not unusual. Kansas lost a tough game today, as just another example out there. Earlier this week, a bunch of other teams lost. It's fairly common, but. You know, you could argue on the road at Stanford, you stumble a little bit. I guess you could argue that Washington State's a little springy at home. And, you know, that's just one that, you know, a lot of other teams have that stumble. But this is now three games in a row, and Arizona managed to get the W in this one. But it's three games in a row in, in over weekends where Arizona just hasn't performed well at all. And they've been a real problem on the defensive end. One of the things I want to do, and I'm going to try to do it before Arizona takes the court next time, I'm going to go back and watch about three or four games that Arizona played within, let's say, its first 10. You know, rewatch the Duke game, maybe rewatch the Michigan State game, uh, some of the, 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 the Wisconsin game. Some of the examples early on where it looked like Arizona's athleticism was better than everybody else's. Yeah. And and that's the thing that you look at Arizona right now and there's nothing about this roster outside of love that you say, man, that those guys are those guys are just they're going to jump out of the gym. They're going to cause all kinds of havoc. They're going to make easy buckets. They look flat and lethargic and largely confused. And and I'm not entirely sure what is happening, but it clearly isn't good. The team just just by simple observation they don't look the same as they did in the first five or ten games of right. this year and trying to even feel even from an effort standpoint whatever it is is odd and and it's gonna have to get rectified and if it doesn't this is going to be another disappointing year i think in the end for the cats yeah what do you say i guess the only maybe good news is this was about the time of year where loot teams kind of hit the wall Maybe a little right. earlier, um, and then they kind of could regroup. Uh, the good ones could regroup in March. Um, so the there's a lot of basketball to regroup. The talent is there. Uh, now it's up to Tommy Lloyd. This is going to have to be a good coaching job by Tommy Lloyd, um, because they're going to have to figure th some things out, especially on the defensive end. Uh, offensively, they're going to have to find that flow that seems to be missing, or at least missing for large uh, stretches of the game. And some of it's just they just got to shoot better. They miss a lot of layups. They miss a lot of threes. Um, they, they, they're forcing more shots than I feel like they have previously in the season. Um, so, yeah, this is going to take a, a coaching job by, by Lloyd and his staff and a complete buy-in from the players. But, again, from a talent standpoint, there's no reason they can't uh, turn this around. And, again, we've seen this 
we've seen both sides many times where teams peak in December and we've seen where they peak in December regress and repeak. And we've seen when they haven't repeaked. but I might, um, I'm sorry, Brad. Um, real Mike, quick. I gotta get the shirt in while you're thinking about that. Okay. These loyalty shirts out. All right. Now Jacob Franklin is rocking these as we speak. Six foot eight, Jacob Franklin. Loyalty, 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 my friends. Noah Fafita means loyalty. Go to gophnx.com and get one of these. Show you're loyal. All right, John Schuster, go ahead. Uh, one of the things that I think Arizona struggles are, and, and again, it's indicative of an effort thing, I think, on both sides of the floor. They look late and confused on the defensive end, and offensively, they stagnate. Uh, their entire offense right now, and, and this was one of the things that I think we liked about Lloyd's offenses uh, the last couple of years, is moving without the ball. There's one guy on this roster now who effectively moves without the ball, and it's Lewis. The rest of the team sort of just, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's like they're is that watching. Caleb Love, is that a Caleb Love issue where people are standing around watching? It yes and no, and I think the the yes part is that you can have the temptation of watching somebody who kind of sucks the air out of the room, and love feels like he has a tendency to do that. But isn't it also on you not to watch and stand around and move without the ball? Right. So it, so 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 it's their fault too. And if they aren't helping him, even if even if they on a let's say it's twenty offensive possessions and love has sucked the air out of the last nineteen. Run on the damn 20th time, too. Right. It's your job. And I get that maybe it's frustrating, but when you're lazy and just stagnate, the offense doesn't flow particularly well. And right now, it is a oddly, it's almost like I'm watching a Caleb Tarzuski-type Sean Miller offense right now. You're a guard, get it inside to Ballow. You put three or four people around Ballow because Ballow's not particularly good at kicking it out. You want to try to get space, see if something happens. Maybe guys will go into their spot on the outside of the arc, kind of stand around and look around. Maybe it'll get kicked back to Love. They'll still stand around more or less. If Lewis is on the floor, he'll cut to the basket and maybe something happens. And maybe you'll be lucky enough to get an offensive rebound. What has happened to Johnson, by the way? That's the okay. other one. Johnson, we I was talking with our good friend Rob Lance uh, at the game, and uh, Rob Rob and I were talking about that and made a made a great point. He's kind of a player that shouldn't really ever struggle because he's based off hustle, energy, going up and down. That that That's a great question there, uh, Schuster. It doesn't make sense. William John Schuster coming up with uh, a, a good query right there. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he has yeah. – he has, um, yeah, Johnson, Johnson at early in this year – he looked like he was a 6'10 guy who completely controlled the game and disrupted everything for the opposition. Now he looks like he's about my height and, and has completely disappeared from the floor, looks lost, confused, confused, isn't part of the offense. Uh, and, and that lack of energy, the disappearing at, we don't need the guy to be Houdini. <laughs> you know, you need the guy to have, uh, you know, a little spring in athleticism and try to give Arizona that thing that it lacked He's the player that they lacked. You know, we talked about Arizona's athleticism, and, and we saw it in the early portion of this season. So we understand the potential that's there, but why it isn't there now, I think, is the issue that uh, this coaching staff is going to have to try to figure out. Yeah, and again, there's really no, there's really no, for me, there's no excuse for that. I mean, it's not like it's something like Caleb Love's going to have some games where he's not making shots. I get that. Uh, but Johnson, when your energy, effort, athleticism, you got to make, I mean, you got to make that one happen. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who either has to hit, get to the glass, make things happen on defense, uh, use his length. And there are times he seems to think he's a shooting guard. 
Um, at least right. on the offensive end, he's settling for the mid range. And again, the mid range jumper and the threes aren't are bad every once in a while, but his game, he needs to be that high energy uh, guy. Uh, that the, the guy he was at San Diego state, the guy he was at the beginning of the year. And it almost looks like, you know, he saw that he was projected to go into a couple drafts and now he's working on his draft stock. And unfortunately he's killing his draft stock because the reason he'll get in the NBA is by a high energy put back defensive player who happens to knock down the occasional three, not a score who happens to get the occasional big tough rebound. All right. Now I am, uh, I'm going to say this is going to be a little bit of a shorter post game, my friends, but that I have a good reason. I'm going to hang out with Frank Caliendo. <laughs> I thought you were going to hang out with Brad Alice. Well, I am hanging out with Brad Alice. Oh. Uh, I am not his date though. Um, but I am ha- hanging out with, uh, I will, will be seeing William Brad Alice there. I also did not know that the casinos were uh, the casino venue and the casino uh, uh, concert are not in the same spot. They're like 20 minutes away from each other. Hmm. That's got to be a dilemma for you. Is you that, almost, now, is it outside? It's not outside though, is it? I doubt it. A comedy show? I doubt it. it. I really hope it's not outside. I'm glad you told me that, Mike, because I didn't know because the last time I saw a concert at Desert Diamond, it was right off the casino floor. Yeah. Um. Now that was Rick Springfield about 14 years ago. Well, so. I deserve to have fun, and you deserve to have fun. But on that note, that is David Blattman, the great David Blattman. I just what? hope uh, Brad's not going with Jesse's girl. That would be a weird date. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want Jesse's. Gosh, our garbage. Stacy oh. has a shirt that says Jesse's girl. All right. Now, before we saw, before we sign off, though, this was a uh, this was an absolute home run day for the University of Arizona. Um. And yes, Kia did get recalled. I'm gonna. I'm go. I, I am in the class action lawsuit. I will win this um but uh um it's it's me against the world but um arizona football though this was just an awesome awesome day and not only that um i don't even really know what to say get one of those loyalty shirts jacob franklin be loyal like these players put this back up again jacob franklin come on come on all right all right guys shoot uh shoot brad finish it off uh, well, you know, uh, you're, you're right about the football thing. It's good news from a football standpoint. Hopefully, uh, building continues and Arizona can work through its uh, grief process and move on to the next step, finally get to that acceptance and hope that there are uh, continuing uh, good days ahead for the football program. And this is indicative of that. For Arizona basketball, uh, you know, maybe quit throwing a tantrum because all of a sudden we're spending so much time talking about football and get your bleeping act together. Uh, And because even if you have bad games, effort is something that shouldn't be a problem. And that seems to be an issue that is affecting a lethargic team right now. And it needs to get rectified. All right, Brad, close it out here. Like only you can, Uh, you know, hopefully we look back at this and seeing this is a spark that sparked the Arizona basketball team and and they get the things righted and they get to, you know, get another W over UCLA uh, when they, when they play in Westwood and then hopefully they play again in the next few years. Other than that, relish football, Uh, keep looking at Twitter and your favorite website and your favorite uh, Instagram accounts to see which other players are recommitting today. I disagree with Scooby. I think you need to make that announcement. Not only does it rally the fan base, but it helps your brand and your brand is your NIL money and your NIL money is what's keeping you in Tucson. Uh, So for that, you know, good day for football ends up being a good day for basketball, but uh, overall not not a great performance. Uh, They just, they bailed themselves out late. All right, on that note, if you see Dave Hickey, go up and give him a hug. That Del Taco, I like that. What'd you get, by the way? Oh, I got, uh, I had a coupon, uh, free double cheeseburger, uh, if you bought a double cheeseburger. So I had two double cheeseburgers. My Tums is not happy. 
Yeah, I know. Well, that's good. All right. Now, on that note, though, if you see Dave Hickey, go up and give him a hug. He's leader of men. He did exactly what he needed to do. We will have no Dave Hickey slander on this show. All right. I'm going to go off and do cool kids stuff. Appreciate all of you, William. I'll be seeing you and your lovely date shortly. But on that note, and again, I'm going to try to get a new hat or I'm going to try to find my old one. I'm not at all happy about this. But on that note. For uh, uh, William John Schuster, for William Brad Alice, I am merely William Mike Luke and William Jacob Franklin. You guys have been listening to the AZ Wildcats post game. <laughs> 